GeekShowPodcast.com. This is not Kerry Jackson, believe it or not. This is, however, his adopted son, Zach. Kerry is currently enjoying his time in Cancun. Damn him. And this is the new episode of Geek Show, Nat King Colesore. It's amazing. There's way too many Kate Mulgrew impressions in it. More than any other episode of Geek Show ever. So we've successfully one-upped ourselves. Also, the new uh, Call of Duty game is the most fun I've ever had, ever. Like, ever. I live for this game. So check it out. It's on. Uh, I play it on Xbox. So if you want to play sometime, uh, check out ZachShut.com for my gamer tag. There. It's my shameless self-promotion. All right. Here it is. It's Nat King Colesore, I think. I think that's right. GeekShowPodcast.com. And welcome to the basement. Hey. How's it going? Good. Good to be here. How much will we dread the third show? Good to uh, be here. Well, we'll see. It's handheld. It may get personal. It's the handheld episode. This is the handheld episode. Oh, am I supposed to be doing that? I don't it know. It feels you good. Know. I'm not doing it. You're You're the host. Pull that out. Oh, Pull that okay. out. Put yeah, it in your hand. Jeff right. won't do it just because he's... Pull that thing out. Put it in your hand. Just hold it. I'm doing it. Hold it good. Your mouth. Handheld, like the handheld microphone mm. show. Grab it in your hand. Put it next to your mouth. I'm getting kind of tired. <laughs> it's heavy. He's gonna injure himself. My other hand. It's no. heavy. I can't. It's See, heavy. I like this. Let's I'm not, not injured myself once. I'm gonna do this yet today. I'm gonna hold it in my hand. I'm gonna cruise my Facebook. Well, let's. Uh, oh, don't do that during oh, the oh, show. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. God, that's rude. Jeez. All right. I uh, want to thank. Uh, oh, GeekShowPodcast.com. Yeah. Hi. How oh, you doing? Hi. That thing's pretty hip. Hey. And, and uh, welcome to it. Uh, PC. Mm. We want to thank PCLaptops.com for uh, paying for. Boy, what happened here with crazy. this music? It got sleepy. I, crazy, tested. kooky guys. Would you like me to put on something a little more jazzy? I wanted something jazzy. Little, a little peppy. Lively? A little jazzy, yeah. a little peppy. Welcome, why, so, welcome to the Geek Show Lounge. Maybe some Thrill Kill Cult. Some Creed. It'll, pe- it'll pep up. No Creed. <laughs> I don't need no God in my music. It'll pep up. Let's just go. Let's okay, just roll with it, Because it's, it's Nat Cole right now. And, uh, We're professionals. That's all right. You know, they called him the king. The king. Oh. Nat King Cole. That's oh. right. Who uh, begat... Natalie, Natalie the Hack. Cole. Natalie Cole. That junkie, junkie vixen. That junkie Little known fact, fact, he also invented coleslaw. Mm. Mm. Nat mm. King coleslaw. Mm. Ask for it by name. Boy. All right. Did he invent the coleslaw? Flavorful. <laughs> Nat King coleslaw? I don't know. What? <laughs> mm. I got okay. one of those. On the, I, I the would, name of the show. I right would there. like it to be known that I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> they non sequitur. I had one of those on my pecker after name. That's true. All right, so, so uh, yes, PC laptops. Dan is so proud right now. Right, Dan. Uh, paying for this uh, party. Hey, Dan. Go to PCLaptops.com. Mm-hmm. He knew what he was getting into. He will, uh, <laughs> he will uh, thank you, and he's probably still giving away stuff on his Facebook. Apparently he's yeah, very he successful because he, he can throw away his money on stuff like well, this. Well, he never sleeps. He never sleeps, and I, I believe the next thing he's giving away is a small village. <laughs> I look forward to that. I want it. I want to name it after Inuit me. Village. I'm going to name it Kadistan. Wild Cardonia. <laughs> I'm going to war with Wild Cardonia. Bring it. I'm loving the holding the mic in my hand. You like the uh, I really do. mic? I really do. I like it a lot. Okay. Think of all the money Perry could have saved on mic stands. Uh, $50. Right? 50 at least. A piece? Well, no, wait. These were really expensive. These nice ones. These were 25 each. Well, imagine wow. the money you could have saved wow. if you got the, some Debbie Gibson electric youth headsets. The Zach shot one was only I like 10. I'm sorry. Oh. Not that I'm devaluing <laughs> you at all. No, uh, let's see. 2023 East 3300 South is Dr. Volt's hey, address, hey. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, where you can pick up the Invincible fine Iron Man, which That's is a good comic. damn fine comic written by our friend Matt Fraction. And uh, 
Go get your comical books. Yep. They have comics there. And again, remember, while you're there, pick up a previous catalog book. Yes, and get a hold. Yes. He'll, he will He will take titles like The Invincible Iron Man. Say, I want Invincible Iron Man, and I want Punisher, and I want Ultimate Avengers. And he'll I want make, something where all the characters end up either in a vegetative state or dead. He will make yeah. sure that you get those. Much like the podcast. And you do not, you do not have to... Uh, Pay for Look you. for them, yeah. and yeah. he'll give you 10% uh, off. Uh, let's see. Comcast, hello. Thank you. Uh, Comcast. We're, at a new, we're at a new location. Sitting on a rainbow. Uh, Comcast Channel 1, Utah on Demand, Around Town Geek Show. How's it, out? How's it going out there in Comcast land? Oh, this is fine, Lee. Yeah, I like yeah, it. I this one's it. all right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's no, it's, it's nice. You, sitting there in your underpants, like your, like the cut of your jib, Comcast. <laughs> hey oh, there, boy. Keep you, it up. Say there, boy, do you still read the funny books? I, I go down to the newsstand and I buy these funny books for a nickel. A nickel, you say? Yes, so, a nickel. That's all they cost. That Mary Worth, she sure is old. She gets in lots of trouble with her niece, Brick. I understand that they have one called Superman. The Superman? Yes, uh, he's on the radio, too, sir. <laughs> He helped break up the Ku Klux Klan. Ku Klux Klan. Oh, I be- easy for you to say. Sorry. I believe they're making. <laughs> I believe they're making a talkie about him. A talkie, you say? Hmm. I thought George Reeve fella hung himself. <laughs> Something. You mean at the movie theater? Yes. They're making a talkie at the movie theaters. Hanged. I'll have to go and see that. What is this TV looky box that you're talking a looky about? Looky box. It's a magic box. I hear that a man sits inside the magic box and does shows for you. Well, I don't believe that at all. I'm not having a hey. small man sitting in my living room Shut with up, my daughter. Shut up, you Shut up. I come all this way to warn you against small magic box. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Say there, fellow. Maybe, maybe we should put these mics back in the yeah, holders. better, I think. <laughs> man, a little man sideways around. already. By the way, I love this. Hey, show. by the way, my real name is Dick Whitman. That's right. Assholes. I, uh, have you been watching The Mad Men, though? Oh, absolutely. God, yeah. it's such a good show. I'm always kind of hammered when I watch it, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, just like I'm they still, are. But, <laughs> right, exactly. But here's the, here's the most non-ringing endorsement of that show, and it comes from a guy who's in the show. All right, the, uh, the guy, Vincent Carthizer, is that his yes. name? Yes. Uh, well, who's he, he play? He, he used plays, to be Angel's son. Yeah, he plays oh. the uh, little nerdy one. Yeah. He, he's, he's like 12 going on 60. Actually, he, he's uh, 30. It, in this interview, he said... Here's what I like about Mad Men. I, again, this is not an endorsement, I think. I think, he's, if anything, he's making it so that people won't watch the show. You know, there's, there's uh, you know, 23 minutes of, of uh, sugar candy entertainment that you can get on other shows. But then there's shows like ours, which are like a book. And if you slog through the first five chapters, you find up wanting to... End up wanting. Hold it. Slog through the first... You're really yeah. selling this, buddy. Right. You're really Although selling I this show. I think he's sort of describing this season because he I, it's is. not that I haven't enjoyed the episodes, but I get to the end of many episodes and go, well, maybe something will happen next week. Well, it wasn't <laughs> until it wasn't until the Dick Whitman revela- revelation yes. that, that Shannon I, was talking about yeah. that something happened. I loved his I poetry. Dick I, Whitman? <laughs> I like his I sampler. Captain, this. oh, my Sweet. captain. I liked his sampler. Actually, um, I mean, I, that was good except I, as much as I say that, it is the only show I can remember where somebody got their foot run over by a oh, lawnmower so and by there's a blood mower. everywhere. Sometimes, what they say, sometimes you're just standing there and a secretary runs your foot over, foot over with a lawnmower. lawnmower. Uh, but uh, like my life. But just a, a great show, and especially for that big red head. Oh, Joni, Joni, Joni. Two reasons to watch that show. And Two, three, dude. Don't forget about that junk in the trunk. Joni's junk. 
Joni's junk. Uh, mm. Those baby feeders. Man, she's. I'm sorry, Mr. Cade. Have you been watching this show? I do not she, understand this magical box. She is. Uh, <laughs> I believe that it is a curse. Her name is Statuesque. To the yeah. 1960s. She. Uh, she's one of the. Well, she was a secretary in the ad firm. And uh, God, you say, I know I emphasized firm. Well, now this is something that because uh, I know I've heard uh, you. Uh, I know I've heard your wife talk about it, and I thank you about how uh, women in TV shows are entirely too uh, scrawny, scrawny. Thin, yeah. You know the whole thing. Yeah, you got to get a look at her. Oh boy, I've seen her. I'm, she actually. Is, uh, there's she, some nice photos if you Google. Yeah. And then you can Google some more. She is mm. just amazing. And, and you know, everyone thought that uh, Betty Draper, the uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, was, uh, January uh, Jones. January Jones. I'd like was, to actually slap her in the face. Was going to be the breakout sex symbol of the show, and it's turning out to be Joan. Right. This uh, redhead. Because well, the they're like, oh, the my thing. God, look, she eats. <laughs> Something else I'll give you for that show, though, is that most shows – there would have been some redemption to Betty Draper as a mother, and she's a crappy mother. That's horrible. And they, and oh, so she's never... a '60s mom. Yeah, yeah. This, okay. uh, what's the year that it's taking place? It's, in? it's we're almost to Kennedy being assassinated. I yeah, we're just months away from I that. As, well, I don't. I think we're close because there's only two episodes left. And earlier this season, we saw the uh, wedding announcement for Sterling's daughter, and it was November 23rd, which would have been the day after the assassination. So you think that'll be like? Oh, so I have a feeling that that's going to come be the into play. Finale? Yeah. Because the Beatles haven't arrived yet. Uh, so or that, have they? The Beatles? The Beatles. It's pre-63 then. Yeah, so it's, okay. it's, it's at that time. So, and so not, Paul McCartney's almost there. So space, Paul McCartney's space still, race and all that crap. Paul McCartney's still in wings at this point? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, it's, it's about a Madison Avenue uh, advertising agency. I think we're near and, the Baxter building. Yeah. Because still, be. I mean, I and want, their I mail's delivered, delivered by Willie Lumpkin. Yes, it is. And you know they all smoke at work. They uh, they still have a lot of drinks at work, and uh, you know well, the women are in their place. You know the uh, weird thing is, I was on that set once, and God, you're such an it, oh, it, um, always do that. You throw that out at us just like a. It reminded, was me, it reminded me of my father's office, even though they don't look really alike, just because of the era. You know, I mean, my father right. was a school principal in a school that was built in the fifties. Mm -hmm. So when I remember his office, it would have been in the sixties, and it's like it just feels the same. I, I was not even born at the time that this show takes place in, but I love that era. I just love that era. I love uh, a lot of the music from that era and uh, the, uh, the way that they dress, uh, the ad campaigns. The, that sub they I, I was the subservient actually, women. The subservient awesome. women are great. I was a very uh, small child. I was born in 1960, so I would have been three at this point. Mm -hmm. And it really mm -hmm. makes me were... feel... Like I'm almost half a hundred. I bet think you were that adorable. It's a period piece. Uh, the cars, oh, the great oh, yeah. big boats of cars, and of course, great big Joan uh, and who, drunk driving. Who drunk is, driving all the time? Yeah, drunk driving all the time. But Joan, back when it was just a mistake. No seatbelts. Here's here's the thing about, uh, and this is back to uh, the scrawny girl thing that you were talking about. Don't like them scrawny, sir. Joan statuesque, and I will not just say the smartest woman on the show. But probably the smartest person probably. on the show, next to Don, maybe. Because Don's pretty smart, got to say. He's at least he knows what's going on. What, huh? He's at least duplicitous. At least. Oh, and you know what? Chicks love that Don Draper. My wife, uh, Miss Della Street from the forums, uh -huh. would throw her whole life away for Don Draper. And he's a total scumbag. You know, I, totally. don't, I don't, well, okay. Oh, he's a total scumbag. 
In terms, and I respect in, him for that. In terms of the womanizing, yes. In terms of the faking his own life, I don't think he really did anything so terrible. No, like no, that. but he's a scumbag. Well, because of the womanizing. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, okay. that was just the time. I mean, you know. Ring-a-ding-ding. Like you do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like you did at the time. Yeah. If you were if you were middle class, chances are you had a you had a, a woman kept away. I know I did. Class, yeah, they're they're, uh, they're pretty well to do yeah. on the show. But anyway, but I mean that's the true middle class. If I'm, if I'm understanding what the middle class was during that period of time was, you get like half a million dollars for his share of. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. because uh, they'll. Uh, uh, the the money that they that they bring up for what they get yeah. paid. It says, well, he makes almost ten thousand dollars a year. He's doing well. Anyway, uh, sorry, Zach. So yeah, watch that goddamn show. It's good. Watch it for the hot chick. Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to watch it. Yeah. Just imagine her. And I uh, watched it the first time. It was like reading a book, wasn't it? Black spandex. So the guy was right. Spinnerets. The ah. opening credits of the show were forever ruined for me by last year's Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, where they did <laughs> yes. the parody of it. Now I see that every time. Okay, I'm going to throw it out there. January Jones as the Invisible Woman in the new Fantastic Four. Anyone? Boom. Anyone? Got it. Let's do it. Let's just, let's just have the whole but cast. Let's just set it in the 60s again. Yeah. Let's have the whole cast of Mad Men. I would, I would love stupid that. Stupid Fantastic Four movie. I would love that to be era. a period piece. That would just be so cool. Anyway, I'm just throwing it out there. I think she'd be a fine Invisible Woman. Yeah, could you see? I mean, I mean I'd mean, i actually shoot a scene with the Beatles sitting in a bar being completely ignored by all the honeys that are fawning over Johnny Storm. That'd be so awesome. You know? See, it should be a comedy. It should be a period comedy. No, not cheek. even a comedy. Not a comedy. I, I think, but, but comedy with elements of adventure. And, and did you, right. You the, know? The, the, one of the script treatments they had for the Fantastic Four was so awesome because it was Reed Richards and Sue being interviewed by Larry King while uh, Johnny Storm's melting an ATM machine because his card won't read. And it, that was the opening scene. And they did the origin of the Fantastic Four through the interview with Larry King in five minutes. And, and they did the, the movie. Well, yeah. that's what they did in Iron Man, and it worked. Yes. So it should. It should be done that way. Mer. Yeah. They're, they're, stupid. they're rebooting it, so. Fantastic Four? Yeah. Be their chance to get it right. 60s. Make it in the 60s. 60s. Or just right. make it good. That'd be cool. That'd be I, cool. I, I, that I'd would like be that refreshing. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. Okay. Smallville. Who? Yes. Uh-huh. Did we introduce ourselves? Um, My name's Lee. Shannon. Scott. Bill. <laughs> Carrie. Carrie. That's Bill with one L, I by the way. That's how he spells it. And uh, I'm Carrie. This is Zach Shot, ladies and gentlemen. I'm James. He, he fell asleep during the Mad Men discussion. Like, He's resting my eyes. He's resting his is, eyes like Grandma. My <laughs> name is Bill Nook Nook. You know, I just realized we should have done this last show. Uh, yeah. I was going to get you ready because this is broadcast by now. <sighs> Uh, I don't care. I don't watch that. The Wonder Twins <gasps> were going to be on Smallville. Right. Are we back to Joan? But they couldn't find a green monkey. Purple monkey, asshole. And uh, and Martian Manhunter. Right, he's you been know, on for a while. Has he? Okay. Yeah, he's been that. Uh, he's know, the guy uh, in the green sweatsuit. Jackie Childs. Jackie Childs. Jackie mo- Childs is Man- Martian Manhunter? Yeah. I can turn invisible and face through walls. Hmm. Do you watch Smallville, Shannon? Uh, no. Okay. I've been watching. I've been watching this season because they're finally doing superhero and stuff. Is it they good? Have been for a while. I've been kind of having fun with it. Okay, really? I'm just curious. Yeah. I've lost yeah, track. I'm Marsh Manhunter. Keep me right in that fire. But Let I me open up some Smallville juice. Oh, There's some Smallville juice. Yeah, so what's going but, on? But uh, the the Wonder Twins uh, we're going to be Z- on. Good old Zan and Jana. And Jana. Uh-huh. I wonder what color sweatsuit they're going to wear. David Purple. Gallagher and Allison Scuggla. Whoever Scuggiat. That's oh. easy for you to say. Allison Hot Pants. A couple of uh, oh, Amber Crombie Fitch models. 
And uh, yeah, so I, I guess we missed it. So Morning, let me guess. Um, okay, David David Gallagheri, he's going to be uh, somewhat androgynous, uh, slightly muscular, but with really hard to define ethnic background. And uh, the chick's gonna look like she needs a sandwich. Yes, but have huge hooters. <laughs> yep. And they'll Form have, of. And they'll although have they got ears. they got Zatanna down perfect last year. Yeah, I'd say. that oh, was yeah. you know the, the only outfit was perfect. of a costume that never needs an update. Hello, nurse. Down to the top hat. <laughs> but you've not been watching it. We saw pictures. That's what the interwebs are that's for. That's what the interwebs are for. Pictures right? of, of people on shows that you don't want to watch yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's right. what the interweb is well, for. While we're casting. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, the, James uh, Earl yes. Jones. <laughs> Close. Okay. Close. Just throwing it out there. The Conan movie. Oh. Hey, that's cool. How'd I do that? I know. <laughs> Sometimes your non sequiturs are like fortune telling. Like that redheaded. Like an oracle. This is um, (laughs) this is staring into a water, just talking crazy every once in a while. Oh shit! That's what he was talking about. (laughs) 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 The good go-to explain the plot thing. You know. (laughs) I feel the power of evil. I like it. Uh, Here is the. uh, Here's the listing of who they're sort of looking for casting-wise for the Conan movie. Right. Okay. Uh, this a barbarian. And, well, yeah. But, but here's the thing is that they release these to acting agencies, okay. and they don't realize that it's filled with spoilers. That's true. I could read these descriptions to you, and you would know what the new Conan movie is going to be. Oh, go Well, ahead. it's going to be who about cares? a dude with a sword killing the shit out of people, yeah. right? Yeah, but you don't know who the bad guy is. Bolsa Doom? Bolaram. Bolaram? Yeah. Did you see that? Klarsing? Khan. Who? Khan will be the bad guy. Klarsing? Klarsing? It says here uh, he's in his 40s to 50s. Asian or Middle Eastern, right. Central Asian, Mongol, Turkish, or Persian. Because <laughs> oh they're, the they're all the same thing. They're all the same thing. He, be, he, he was be... the terrorist of his day, clearly. <laughs> could... <So> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> must bring, but then must bring something khaki or in color. We're looking well, for an actor who's khaki. Well, two, perhaps perhaps two, an Eskimo. Two things. They left Inuit out. Um, <laughs> but, but, then it, but then after they list all those, it says, open to all ethnicities. Ex- yeah, except so for the, white people. Except for white people. Yeah. So the bad guy is going to be brownish. Sure. Just so you know. I well, they always are, to, aren't they, Kerry? Am I, I right? to interview to am I right? Conan movie. I am bad guy. Uh, commanding in size and manner. A warlord and formidable warrior. Brilliant, cruel, weathered, and tanned by many of the campaigns he's tanned. waged and you know, won. that tanned? That's their way of saying not white. Yeah, not white. <laughs> in a muscle hey, uh, Conan. We're going to spray me. I've come here to tell you a terrible story about your father in Camaria. Stop it. He is driven <laughs> He is driven in his quest to find the Queen of Acheron and has been building an empire to do so. His goal is to find the queen whose blood will bring life to the demonic minions of Acheron while making himself king of this hellish power. You know what now, this sounds like? A Conan movie. It sounds like a Conan movie. See, if movie. he was weathered and looking for the queen of Aceron, that's a movie I'd get me on. <laughs> I just hope he falls down a hill oh, and goes, Doesn't weathered mean pockmarked and therefore Edward James Olmos? Edward James Olmos. <laughs> well, he's, no, he's past his 50s, I'm afraid. Edward James Olmos uh, in his inflatable muscle suit. Yes, he could get a, get a fake, fake, fake chest. 
Remember when you made me watch that movie at oh. the movie night? It's like two hours of my hey, life. I'll never you know, get back. The Barbarian Brothers were in that with their big hammers. That was cool. Kalar <laughs> will protect his legacy against the onslaught of the master sorcerer Tothamon. Tothamon? Tothamon. Wasn't he on Digimon? Torquemada. So that his weak son, Farik, may rule after his death. Farik. Yeah, but it uh, gives also it all. It, it just basically gives it all here. The lead well, is Conan. He's in his 20s to 30s. Right. Caucasian, it, they specify. Barbarian. And yeah. you know what's horribly sad is that after this movie comes out and inevitably fails, some third world nation is going to try and sue the studio for making their people look bad. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't like the way <laughs> Los Angeles. I think the, the human yeah, race yeah. will band together and sue. The lead, <laughs> class action suit. The lead female Tamara. They want her to be eighteen to twenty-four, Caucasian or Middle Eastern. Well, yeah, because <laughs> Middle Eastern <laughs> or, women can be same good. thing. Caucasian or yeah. Middle Eastern. But if she's Middle Eastern, she must be blonde and blue-eyed. I guess. Well, and now here's uh, Ukafa. Ukafa. Good old Ukafa. <laughs> I bet he's a... He's uh, in his 30s to 40s. Uh-huh. I bet he's a wacky thief. He's very dark-skinned. Right. Oh. So, African or African-American. Massively framed. Right. Uh, six foot five. Uh-huh. Gold-toothed. I'm glad, oh, I'm glad Rampage has another job after 18. Hey, are those, uh, are those uh, stupid robots from uh, Transformers available? Maybe. He's, hey, look at me. He's gold-toothed, hardened by a lifetime of war, a leader of the Kushite tribesmen. That's not a very tough name. Kushite? It's that like sounds a Kush like Kush 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 Kush. Kush. You know, like, mm, Do you like whole grains and oats? We're the Kashi tribe. <laughs> well, there you go. The casting of the Conan yeah, great. movie. Meh. Meh. I, I would like it if it was all Frank Franzetta designed where no one wears none clothes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you need to bring your own loincloth. Just a bunch of uh, metal coils on their nipples and nodding That's right. That's okay. what I like. All right. That shut is tired. Is this the first half of this episode or the second half? No, this is the third third. I'm so the third third? No. All right. I got something to make Wait, you laugh okay. at. Okay. You can always laugh at Kate Mulgrew, right? Yes. Chakote. Of course we can. Chakote. Chakote. There's one thing I want to know. How much am I going to be laughing? Well, she was out promoting I was out walking my dog. I got hungry and had to eat it. She was out promoting something, and they asked her. Mrs. Colombo on DVD, finally. <laughs> Mrs. Colombo, the animated series. Oh, I do that's... all the voices. Thank you, Soothseer. <laughs> <laughs> that's really... You, you LGK'd that right there. Um, it's a new verb. LGK'd. You LGK'd it. <laughs> You're a verb, sir. Congratulations. You've got action. You're happening. I can die now. Mm-hmm. Please. So anyway, oh. uh, Kate, so Kate Mulgrew, he, didn't, he didn't mean he it. I didn't he wants me it. to die. He doesn't when mean I get hit by a Wonder it. Bread truck. So what that horrible home, bitch know. Kate Mulgrew do? I didn't yeah. mean it. Well, now, now what'd she do now? You guys remember when we talked with uh, Garrett Wong? Garrett Wong. All yes, the way to the elbow, Garrett. Favorite thing ever. Who, yeah. uh, who was, uh, what was his character's name on Voyager? He was uh, the Chinese guy. Um <laughs> His name is Kato. His name is Chan. Kato. I can't remember his name. Uh, Ends in Kato. Let's Kato. just go. Let's just move on. All right. So, what the hell was his name? It was Harry Kim. Harry Kim. Kim of That's right. Because his Kim was Harry. Oh, that means he was uh, Korean then. Uh, Harry Kim. He was, he was Western Korean. He must. I probably. So, there's anyway. some irony that now a Korean is playing Sulu. What? Yeah. Okay. Go. He's right. I'll take it. Don't tell. <laughs> Shut up, you Harry Kim. Uh, but uh, anyway, so uh, Garrett Wong. Who said that? Just Kate Mulgrew was when we interviewed yeah. him on the Geek Show. He the was the most. I, I know I've said it before, but the most surprising thing ever when I 
tried to goad him into talking about what a bitch she was, and I never for a minute thought he would take the bait. I didn't think so. I thought he get would get him to stop. I thought he would play that Hollywood. Yes, I totally. Oh no, know. she's a wonderful she's lady. Oh, yeah. oh, she's very talented. And he basically went on for what about ten minutes ten about minutes. what a bitch she was. He's like, oh, I hate her. Yeah, it was hilarious. So here it is, Kate Mulgrew out being interviewed for something, and they ask her about the Star Trek movie. <laughs> Does that mean I have to leave? That was her Sorry, you're being goodbye. Am I being <laughs> Sorry. Off? Thank you. That You've had it. enough time, sir. Actually, I, I believe I believe Miss Mulgrew is here. I, th- I thank the Academy for the award. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry about that. We'll turn things. Shut it, Mickey Rooney. We'll whoever, turn th- whoever knew of the history of fisting as a documentary would win an Academy Award. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. I didn't get a chance to take my wife. She'll kill me. Hello. Goodbye. Hi. Nice. Okay. okay. All right. So Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. <laughs> Stay on it's gonna target. Be the, it's going to be the name of this episode. Stay, with it, Stay on target. So, so Kate Mulgrew. <laughs> and now, see, it, and again, what we've done is we've done the fun, and and nothing that happens after this will be as fun as. Oh no, bullshit! We just We're going to do we, this. Up. All right, so I think go. this is going to be the best episode. Write this down into the ground. So uh, here's Kate Mulgrew, and she's being interviewed. Yes. Have Have you seen the new Star Trek film? I haven't. I, I imagine that I'm going to be asked that all the time. I haven't, but not for any bad reason. It's a reason of comfort. I did Star Trek myself, and I want to enjoy it when I see it. I want to be comfortable when I see it. I'm going to wait until I can see it in my living room. I understand that both of these young men, Pine and Kinto, are extraordinary. I'm sure it's beautifully done. I just want to see it in the comfort of my home. Because she's going to get egged she's if been she walks out of the house. At last. She's been put in a home at last. Home for old bitchy Star Trek captains. I can't feel my feet. Uh, <laughs> the beaties. The beaties. The diabetes has got me. <laughs> would you, could you, would you, could you ever consider a return to the character oh, of Janeway? Jesus, please tell she says no. I would love to. (laughs) (laughs) I snorted. (laughs) 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 He sounded like the aliens from Mars Attacks there for a minute. It's like it's like if the Mars attack alien of Popeye had a baby. (laughs) And it kind of sounds like Hillary Clinton too. Um, All right, same lady. Would you? (laughs) We we should have let me dub over a whole Voyagers episode every time she every time it turns to her she goes. Listen, we'll do that as long as I can do Commander Chakotay's voice. Yeah, well, let's do it. Well, Captain, Captain Janeway, I'm a boxer. That, that, is, that is the only thing interesting about my character. Can I fly the ship? <laughs> oh. We, we have just improved Star Trek Voyager. Oh, my God. That's more entertainment than that series. We Voyager. 
All right, let's try and to then, finish. And then when Neelix shows up, Joey. then when Neelix shows up, I just go, Macaque! <laughs> Making for some great TV. Oh, okay. All right, I need to. Stop it! Oh, Lord. Okay. The best part here oh. is is looking at uh, our cameraman Brian Young, who's just like dispassionately staring down at his phone. Oh. He's like, "Yep, I can't use any of this. Sorry." Oh, good times. All right, okay. I have the vapors now. All right, now I've I've got to dry my eyes so I can get so I can get the rest of this interview out. That's the barn dog with two G's at gmail.com. Would you ever consider a return to the character of Captain Janeway? Okay. Oh, stop it. I would love to return to Janeway. Okay. <laughs> I'd love her to do a movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, at least one person in the universe would. So if so if J.J. Abrams came along and offered, question mark, the interviewer? Okay. I'd love to do it. I think it'd be wise to do it. Wise. Don't you? Okay. Because if you go through the lexicon of important characters in Star Trek, James. He... He should get Picard and myself in there. I think it's a brilliant idea. And they leave out Cisco. I mean, I know he's talking. Out of all the Star Trek characters that could, he's the one stuck in time, right? Yes. He's kind of floating around. And he doesn't age. He could be only because he pitched a fit. He didn't <laughs> want his character to die in the finale. I don't want it to die. Don't. Yes. Don't, don't. I am Hawk. My character must live. <laughs> So that he can make start. love with Captain Janeway. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Hello, Ooh. Catherine. Hello. <laughs> I love it when you rub my bald head. Oh, I, I feel my scalp growing. You need to oh, God. join me in my wormhole. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm All right. sure I'm coming back after the break. All right. After these <laughs> messages, we'll be right, right. back. Oh, <laughs> Greetings. This is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. I just received my new 2010 PC Laptop 665 featuring Intel Centrino 2 processor technology. It redefines extreme mobile performance with pure adrenaline and unbridled power. Feel the pinnacle of engineering and physics as it brokers an intense relationship with your soul. Pounding your projects and balancing the dualities of work and play. Resistance is futile. I love this laptop so much, I run my whole business on it. So get into any one of our nine locations right now. Or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE. Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. Remember, the PC Laptop 665 is covered forever with our PC Laptops Lifetime Service Guarantee. At PC Laptops, we love you. Check out the PC Laptop 665 featuring Intel Centrino 2 processor technology. 
Well, you know, uh, GeekShowPodcast.com owes an awful lot to Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. They have a, a website, I believe, don't they, Zach Shutt? They do, DrVolts.com. You wouldn't have anything to do with that, would you? No. Okay, just checking. Uh, when you are there, say hi to Dave. He is the friendly guy. There's the key, friendly guy behind the counter. Uh, there are comic book stores. We've talked to people all the time in their various cities where you go in and you're not exactly met with a friendly face. And if you're a first-time comic buyer, that could be kind of scary. Uh, yeah, you could be scared away by those people. But Dave is very, very friendly and will help you with whatever you need, whatever you're looking for, whether you're just a one-time buyer or if you are a hardcore fanatic like myself. <laughs> Get a hold. It's called a hold at Dr. Bolt's. They will be able to uh, pull all the titles that you want, and you don't have to worry about them selling out. Well, that works out very well. Plus, you get a 10% discount with your hold at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Marvel, DC, Independence, one of the largest selection of independent comics uh, in the uh, in the state, as a matter of fact. So go and see them. Go see Dave at Dr. Volt's uh, Comic Connection and tell them Geek Show says, hey. Okay, we have a scene from Voyager. Here, so. Thank you all. Okay. Well, we've lost time with all this. Let's see okay. if we can make some of it up. Mr. Yes. Harris, Warbait. Hi, Captain. Commander, we'll need to review the ship's systems. I'll handle propulsion, environmental, and communications. I, 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 don't, I don't know what you're saying. Hi, Captain. I'll have a report to you by 1800 hours. Check with phaser maintenance. See if they solve that problem with the pre-fire chamber. I, 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 yes, ma'am. I'll see to it. I get to drive? <laughs> this would be my favorite scenes from Voyager would be one of these where I should be like, That's a terrible emergency. Let's prepare to beam down for an away team mission. Now, slowly walk towards the transporter room. <laughs> we yeah, have stuff that I love. We have about four and a half minutes of exposition. I don't want to get to the transporter room before that ends. Let's continue talking as we walk down the hallway. That drive me nuts on Next Gen too. Sometimes but Voyager was the champion of yes. the slow emergency exposition walk to the transporter. <laughs> well, now, um, did what's his face from the West Wing have anything to do with it? Aaron Sorkin. Time? Aaron Sorkin. Did he write for that show? <laughs> there was there was not enough witty banter. Oh. Aaron Sorkin got his ideas from Star Trek. Star Trek. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want to do a, an impression of Janeway, there's my way, and then there's Shannon's way. My way is you uh, you do a, you do a Catherine Hepburn voice with Shatner cadence, you know, with the pauses and everything. Yeah. But then there's Shannon's way, which is the Mars attack aliens. <laughs> who if you have, listen to it, she kind of sounds like Who that, have though. had sex with Hillary Clinton. A Popeye. Your impersonation school is brilliant because you're um, telling me to learn walking to do Shatner. You told yeah. me that about 14 years ago. Well, you need, you need to learn to do walking to do you, Shatner. You get walking, you can get into Shatner. Now you're telling me that through the power of Shatner, I can do Janeway. That was certainly Again. true in the uh, 70s at Studio 54. If you wanted to get into Shatner, you had to go through walking. Indeed. What? Talking about what? butt sex. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Mr. Vice held his hands up, and oh, now Scott's handing. He's got his hands up. Why? Thank you. All right. Uh, let's 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 uh, move along here. I got to just. I'm going to run through this stuff real quick, and then uh, okay. and then I want to uh, ask deep and personal questions of each and every one of you. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. Lord. Oh, I'm scared. Uh, let's see. Uh, Once it's 420 dudes. Never with an animal. I'll save it. Oh, sorry. Uh, let's see. This uh, show being human on BBC. So good. Which is Sci-Fi Channel. Which is again, it it reads like a joke. A Draclia, oh. uh, a werewolf, and a ghost. 
live in an apartment building. Yeah, it's so. No, it is so good though. I'm telling you this right now. If you got, if you can get on Hulu or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, if you watch that, Lee, you'll love it. I, I will. Fell in love with this show. I Did think you, you will. Hello. I think you will like it. I. Once again, had a hard time. I mean, now this I've been to London like eight times, okay? Yeah. I understand the culture, the whole thing. I am one of the few people who do want this to be remade by Americans. Yeah. Well, because I, I just don't want them to cock it up, that's all. Exactly. I, uh, but they didn't exploit what they had here enough. They were too slow getting to it. And I don't know. I, thought it was, I think it was done, I think it was done perfectly, so, honestly. Uh, well, they never explained how the Draculia was able to walk outside during the daytime. Well, so sure, who cares? Was it overcast? He, he had was, a ring. He was a twilight. Was, yeah. it, was it overcast? It's always it was overcast. Yeah, it's, it's London. In yeah, London. well, uh, they, they do cover this in a lot of the vampire lore that uh, it's, oh, it's the direct oh. it's direct sunlight. Yeah? They can't exist in shade. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. So it's, not, it's not being outside that kills them. It's direct no, sunlight. No, that's what I'm talking about. But, but overcast? Yeah. Isn't that when the bad radiation comes through the cloud? Well, it's not like they have dermatology problems. It's a magic stuff. But no, stuff, that's dude. when we're supposed to wear SPF. That's yeah, it's worse human. when it's overcast. He's a Draculia. He's affected differently. I don't know. It has something to do with Eskimos. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, what part of the sun is bad for Draculias? The actual direct the rays bright, of the sun. The bright part. Yeah. So it's like that episode... Of, so, of Star Trek, where they had the where they had the, the, the icky things flying around and smacking into you. What the, the rubber pancakes? Yes, that killed Jim Kirk's brother. Yes. I just hope it's good. I mean, I just like no. because no, you it, know they, they 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 remade Life, Life on Mars. Yeah, which, and that was which was unfortunate. Awful. It was which awful, was really, and the original is so good because the original was good. But again, I felt like it had more potential. And I thought the Americanized version would was just, take it there, but it didn't. But it was dumb. Uh, and uh, so they've ordered 13 episodes of the Americanized version for Sci-Fi. Right, and there wasn't. Sifi. See, but there wasn't even 13 episodes of the original. I know. No, but there right. will be close to it because they've ordered a second cycle. So, And, and there, there are some vampire myths where huh. they'd just be killed in daylight period. And there have been lots of British shows that have been good American shows. You just have to go back to All in the Family. But, no, I mean, there have been a lot of shows that they have done well, so I oh. guess we can... So you, you said all in the family. You know what I had going oh, through my... Oh, jeez, eat it. You know what I had going through my head last night? I couldn't sleep. What? Jeff- Boy, the the Jefferson's theme. Oh, oh, really? Jefferson's theme. Best Were you rendition. up to the Fish east fry in the best, kitchen. Best rendition of that I've Be ever heard is in front of the old Crossroads Mall. Um, in 1989, a couple of punk rock kids. One of them was uh, was banging on a guitar you case. Sort of like making this up. The other one was dancing around, and they were singing the theme to the Jefferson's just for making money. The whole thing up. It was awesome. I hope you gave him some money. I didn't have any. No, I was just was a broke was punk 80s. rock kid. <laughs> yes, that was when you were wearing. I was, the... I was thinking, damn, if only I had a guitar case to bang on, I could. Do that was my when own you. Jefferson that was when you were so. uh, going uh, walking around in your Ben Kenobi robe, right? Yes. Hmm. Oh, I remember those days. It was corduroy. It was not. <laughs> He'd walk around and go weef 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 weef. It was not a very quiet Jedi. Uh, <laughs> Lee was the inspiration. Uh, he's the guy that inspired that Brian Michael, <laughs> whatever the kidnapped Elizabeth. Brian was David smart. Mitchell. Yeah. Oh. Kidnapped Elizabeth. No. Oh. Oh. No. No. You know what? Was, I, was no, like, because because Lee doesn't believe in that Jesus. Yeah. No. All right. My Jesus came from. I space. told that guy to eat it so many times. Stand out in front of the. Yeah. In front of Crossroads? Yeah. Well, Bill kept saying that he slept on his park strip. I'm sure he did. Probably. Anyway. Bed. Yeah. Sorry. This is, uh, we digress. Got a little Utah-centric. A little Utah there. Uh, let's see what else have we got here. Oh, uh, now, I know you're not crazy about 3D in movies. It, or have it, you changed your mind? No, no, no. It can be used 
properly, but too often it's used as a gimmick. Well, that doesn't well, further that's what the story. It is. Well, but I've read now that um, movie companies want to put more movies out in 3D because they they're trying to find a way to get people to go to the movie theater. Right. And, Smell-o-vision. Right? And that's the way to do it. Except the catch is that the uh, theater exhibitors don't want to add 3D screens to mm-hmm. their theaters. So, and, and again, I, I read that the movie companies are pressuring them, you know, like Lucas pressured THX into theaters and all that. Uh, and so they're going to try to get more 3D yeah, theater. He can suck my dick. But Whoa. I buy the shirt. Uh at our store, geekshowpodcast.com. Uh, this is what has convinced me between reading that article about the movie companies pushing 3D uh-huh. and reading about this, I'm convinced that 3D is here to stay for a while at least. Right. This is a company that offers you your very own personal 3D glasses. What? You can have uh, prescription 3D. You can have it with the classic red and blue or the new style that's that uh, kind of grayish. Yes. You can buy it in any kind of frame that you, you would like. You would, you would have to be an idiot to do the red and blue lenses. Yeah. Right. The, they I can't o- see those. Well, they offer, they offer them in, in those right. and uh, the interchangeables in case you're going to a classic film. Right. You know, or uh, the, the new ones. And you can get them in, in, in whatever frame you'd like. So you could get them in your Elvis Costello frames. Mm. Or your Greg Proops frames that you're wearing right now. Or maybe now. I could get them to look like Dr. Jacoby's glasses from Twin Peaks. Or those. So That's this this says to me <laughs> we're just LGK'd. I oh, think, no, I, just, no, I, I think this whole idea is LGK'd. Dr. Jacoby wore red and blue glasses. Yeah, That's true, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, a just dumb idea. You think like, so? Like, yes. To go buy prescription glasses, you're going to wear maybe Eight. once a month. Someone like Jeff, though. Yeah, it well, would be perfect for geez. If you want to get uh, you know. people back in the theaters that aren't going to theaters anymore, myself included, I won't go after yeah. my last experience. Well, I'll go to Brewies for a matinee because, frankly, it's dead. Yeah. And I don't have to deal with the jackass who's going to talk through the whole well, movie. You get the beer and a burger. Last, oh, last, and last you know they have liquor went, now, too. Yeah. Last, last movie I went to in a theater, uh, the guy right in front of me was actually texting through the entire movie. Which, oh, I hate that. You know what? That's quiet. But there's this little white box glowing a foot in front, right. you know, three feet in front of me. So I, I won't go. It's not worth my time or money I don't, anymore. Uh, I don't seem to have these uh, problems too much because uh, I'm off work at about noon or one, and so I go to the movie after right. that, yeah. and, I, and I don't run into the problem. I hear these stories all the time, though, and yeah. that's why people aren't going to the theaters. Yeah. And I, I think it has a lot to do with home video, but that's another if, story. Well, that, yeah, because, that is a huge right. factor, yeah. and you're right, because I will actually wait three months to watch it at home, where if there's a disturbance well, in my house, I can ground it. You and Captain Jane? <laughs> see, I, and see, now my belief on that is that uh, people have uh, figured out that it's okay to talk during a movie because of home video. Because that's right. home. So they go to the movie okay. theater, and it's like... A big version of their living room. Well, there was and, a theater in Eugene, you know, Oregon, um, about two years ago, where somebody was texting and talking to his girlfriend through the whole movie, and guess what they did? Beat him they, to death. They kicked him out. I got. Oh. I, I was. I was blown away by that because it was the first time after years of going to movies in Oregon, which if you think they talk a lot here. Uh, some of the theaters in Oregon I went to, where you might as well just been in the middle of a, a ballroom, people, yeah. you know, talking mm-hmm. through the mm-hmm. whole thing. I got a, a family with a young child kicked out of uh, X Men Two. Good, because. Well, Good. I'm sitting there, and this kid's going, Wait, there's this little tiny wrong? kid right there with mom and dad, and he's going, Dad! 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 The whole, was, and I'm just like... Was there something wrong with him? No, he was just like, Dad! Oh. Dad! He was just calling out? Yeah, just making noise. And I finally walked out, and I was like, hey, there's this kid in here. I don't want him out. Screaming in a wailing? Yeah. 
and they kicked him out. And the, the I'm best, glad. well, the best is it was it, and it was at uh, Mega Megaplex, Megaplex uh, theaters, which yeah. which seems to get its share of small screen right. children. And yeah. uh, the best was the lady sitting there holding her kid, looking at me like I was a big jerk. I just think that it, you know, okay, this is going to go into a whole thing about movie theaters now. Um, I don't, I don't think that people really think about others. Others? No, no, they don't. No, we no. live in a world where everyone thinks that they are the most important. Yes. I mean, I, I, unless I you're unless you're on this panel, you aren't exactly. I literally was at something. <laughs> yeah, well. I had to go down uh, to cover this ESPN thing Saturday, eight days ago. And I have the kids with me, and we're in a position where we can see what's going on. Mm -hmm. I swear to God, a guy with a kid on his shoulders stood in front, came and got in front of us, and they acted like I was a jerk when I said move. Mm. You know? And it's – it's, but that's the world we live in. It's horrifying. But – Okay, I'm going to sound like the old man. I'm going to sound older than you now. Uh, It's because of the way that parents are raising their kids now with, and this is going to sound awful from the guy with no kids, too much self-esteem. Now, self-esteem is a good thing, but not too much. I agree. I take it as I agree. I'm going to take it a task, son. Okay, I know you will because you're a parent. Yep. Uh, I've raised my kids with phenomenal self-esteem, but I've also raised them to respect people and to... uh, have, see, that's, to that's, think because there's self-esteem and then there's selfishness. Exactly. And what's being ha- what's happening is is yeah they're being raised with self-esteem and kind of an, an an oblivious outlook on life where their realm, their world, their influence is all they're thinking about. You have to get them so that they're understanding that what they're doing is going to affect other people. Mm-hmm. They can still have great self-esteem and be aware, you know, and, and be great people. Well, and still realize that by talking through the movie, they're going to ruin it for everybody yeah. else. But see, we, we actually agree on this. I'm, I'm just saying it a little bit. Oh, sure. I'm exactly. just saying it differently. Exactly. I, I have a problem with a parent who says to a kid, you know, you can be anything you want when you grow up. No. My kids you know can, full well they're going to be you janitors. Can, you, can <laughs> do, you can do anything because you are special and you are yeah. different and you are smart. Look, I'm sorry. None of us grew up like that, right? No. I didn't. Did, it, did you? No. I remember Goldenrod always. <laughs> holding your hand and shut it boy and it's this uh it's this new age npr whole food shopping non-spanking non-spanking non i don't know if that's it though because they're i'm sorry the npr crowd no. isn't the one that's necessarily raising them that way well, you see uh, the you see the people out in the, in the trailer parks stay, are raising their kids that way too. i have <laughs> to stay 100 percent out of this conversation yeah no, that's it's a hard one uh but, but i don't spank my kids but either, see these so. are but these are the people that i know that have kids sure. And they're all that crowd, and they do, they do the don't spank, and they and all of their little kids are monsters, man. They yeah. run around, they you know they, they have no, they have, they need fear. That's what I think. They need fear. Can I say what they I need love, a little fear? Can I say what I love about the show? What uh, about 15, 20 minutes ago we were uh, laughing at funny voices. Yeah, and now a couple and shows now, ago we're talking about buttholes. And now we're parenting. Now all of a sudden we're uh, the biggest problem with this whole subject is that. Yeah, some kids need fear. Some kids don't. Because, mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm only bringing mine up because they're the ones I know. They don't get spanked. They don't have any fear. Yeah. And, and the well, they do get choked. That's what I mean. They, <laughs> do get a for, they do get forced choke from time to time. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those Why things. Why you, where, little? Yeah. But, but it's like going to sleep. Yeah. So. <laughs> as, as, it's as, not as a big thing. As, as long as you bring them back before they flatline, everything's all right. <laughs> yes. I find your lack of fear. Or sometimes you can go into their dreams. <laughs> 
But it it's uh, it really does come down. Hello, to Junior. <laughs> it really does come down to respect, anyway. ultimately. So there's that. But anyway, well, and the, most people have no respect for they other don't. people. Yeah, no, they don't. That, I, and I think that is, there's a general lack of respect. That's when we're talking about the the movie theater issue. My last movie in a regular pay theater was when we took my kids and I took my wife to see Star Trek for Mother's Day. That's the, literally uh, the, the, the last full price movie I will go to. Because there was a guy, I think, was trying to do the right thing. He brought his two-year-old and his four-year-old to see Star Trek so that mm-hmm. Mommy could go have a spa day. I'm pretty sure that's what it was because Mommy wasn't there, and the kids very obviously had a Mommy and a Daddy at home from the way they were acting. Okay. It wasn't visitation day. Okay. And uh, the kids were talking through the whole thing. And, and, and this was the two-year-old. Daddy, why did he do that? Daddy, why did he do that? Daddy. And, you know, seriously, Dad should have, if it had been me, mm-hmm. I would have taken my kid out mm-hmm. and said, okay, this wasn't a good idea. This wasn't did you right tell thing. him to shut up? Uh, you know, actually, I do, because I do. I'll tell you, I, I actually shut had a, their I had a woman thank me at a movie. It was a Star Trek screening. Thank me because there were these young. I don't think they, you know, they were twenty something, kind of just pretty much right behind us, and oh, they sure. they talked through the the um, previews, which is fine. Yeah. But you know, when that movie started, and they still talk. I turned around and I said. You're not going to talk through the whole movie, are you? My favorite line. And the woman sitting next to me leaned over and went, thank you. <laughs> My favorite line is, um, you know if this uh, movie's bothered you, uh, there's a nice quiet lobby you can go have your goddamn conversation <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we went from 3D to that. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I, oh, by the way, yes. my last word on the 3D thing and, and getting special prescription 3D glasses. Yeah, sounds well and good, but I guarantee they'll still charge me for 3D glasses when I go to the theater. <laughs> right. I guarantee. That's right. They'll make you pay another, more another, for... Another reason why that gimmick won't work for me. I'm already paying eight bucks to get in. I'm not going to pay know, another two for the I glasses. I didn't think about that. They charge more for the yep. glasses, for yep. the use of the glasses. I'm okay. very blind. My lenses cost almost $300. Right. I'm not getting prescription <laughs> Okay, I didn't glasses. think about that. All right. Okay, so 3D is a fad. I see. We finished that. We took care of that right here. Roundabout. That's what they call the callback. Right here on this show. I I love the idea of 3D. I don't like how they're screwing people. Look what we did in the past six minutes. We taught you how to raise your kids, and we proclaimed 3D (laughs) a fad. We're going to rule this whole world. Award winning. Award winning. Award winning. Nearly murder your children to keep them obedient. That's true. All right. So then there's this. Real quick here. Oh, let's just. I'm going to. Throw this out here. This was a uh, a poll that was taken on uh, a website, io9. Which, which overused trope? Trope? Are we sickest of? I didn't go. It's to a college, cliche. So, which overused cliche are we sickest of? There was a vote, and here are the candidates. I want you all to vote. Okay. okay. Steampunk. Uh-huh. I love steampunk. Zombies. It's overused, is it? Zombies. No. Vampire. Yes. Post-apocalyptic worlds. No. Or yeah. alternate timelines. No. I'm Let's going have your Draclius. votes. Draclius. Draclius. That's Jeff. Make... Let me put that down. That's Lee George one. Cade. I don't think any of them are overused if they're done right. Wait, that's not the question. Come though. on, Vampire. pick one. Uh, okay. I think vampires are done horribly 99% of the time. Okay. Mr. Uh, Mr. Shannon. Mr. B. I'm, go- I'm going to uh, alternate timelines because I think they're a total cop-out. Well, that was the f- new Star Trek movie. Especially 15 going on 30. All right. I was going to say alternate timelines. Two alternate timelines. That's why we're the so deciding. Oh, Zach Shutt. Zach Shutt. Zach Shutt, please vote. Vampires. Vampires, you are the deciding vote. Actually, you agree with most of the people on the website. 52% said that vampires are overused and we are yep. sick of vampires. Well, how is steampunk overused? I don't think it's used. And what was the last steampunk yeah. movie? You two could help Steam me out. Steamboy. 
Yeah, and steampunk, steampunk's kind of an anime convention. I mean, uh, uh, I think it's a cool thing. I, I don't mean, even know yeah. what it is. Steampunk has taken kind of a retro sci-fi look at things. Uh, Funky old robots. Right. Wild Wild West yes. was very the, steampunk. Basi- okay. Basically, the reason they say steampunk is because a lot of the imagery are the steam-driven locomotives okay. and robots and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it basically looks like if if technology yeah. never really progressed from like the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I don't yeah. think it should be in the uh, poll. Frankly. It really yeah, should. It shouldn't be in the stupid. poll. It tends to be a lot of goggles. That invalidates your poll. If somebody did a really cool steampunk movie, I'd be all over it. If somebody did, if somebody did that uh, that X Men in nineteen oh seven storyline as a as a movie, that was very. Did you catch that? The noir. The no, the X Men. They time traveled back to to meet the first mutant in San Francisco in nineteen oh seven, right before oh, yeah. the earthquake, and they were attacked by giant wooden um, steam driven sentinels. It was pretty kick ass. That movie where that almost all of it was CGI. Um, Oh, Sky Captain of the World it, of Tomorrow? Yeah. Sky Captain. No, no, that was kind of steampunk. I wish that would have worked. Sky Captain was an awesome movie. I love that movie. I, I wish, like, I wish right up there been... with Speed Racer is one of my top five favorite failures. I didn't like it, I uh, but I, I love the look of it. I, I thought it was awesome. Of it, yeah. I loved that his airplane could fly underwater, and right. that was the like end of it that. for me. That's all I Because the four-year-old in me just high-fived well, the five-year-old in me. Well, then you two are going to love G.I. Joe, then. Well, then I'm going to see it. Shannon, you liked Speed Racer, right? Um, Yeah, it was too long. Yeah. I can see oh, that. Oh, I agree. Oh, God. And I, felt, and I felt like I was going to vomit at least three times. I didn't think there was any speed going on. Right colors. Right colors. It's such a beer movie for me. No, I was pretty drunk when I watched it, too. Yeah. I'd like to get high and watch it, but... Uh, oh, you won't come back. But that's illegal. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, kids don't do that. No. Again, we're, say no. We're helping to raise Especially not you budding henchmen. Unless you're in the no movie theaters. Jen, then just say, don't say anything. All right, let's uh, let's go around. I want uh, everyone because this show's been going for about a year and a half now. Uh, there may be new people joining us, mm-hmm. and I, I want uh, the panel to uh, introduce themselves. And I want each one of the panel to have a question <laughs> for each panelist. Something that you've always wanted to know oh, about this person. Something that you don't know. Oh, that easy. you've always wanted to know. Excellent. Let's begin with Jeff Weiss. I like movies. I read a lot of comic books. Jeff has been a uh, film critic for the D-News how long? Uh, full-time, 10 years. 10 years full-time, yes. and you worked for the D-News before that. Yes, as a police reporter, municipal uh, reporter, education reporter. You and I yelled at him. Free, you free, freelance, music beat. freelance music critic. Mm-hmm. And apparently I yelled at him once. Yes. What was that? He used to work on the sports desk, and I called in late with a story, and Scott Pierce was really mean to me. I, I, you were I probably <laughs> didn't actually literally yell. I probably you were on you, No, you yelled. You probably got snippy. Yeah. I was probably snippy. Were you on his lawn? I thought, man, that Scott Pierce guy sure is a douchebag. So he got the correct impression of me right from the beginning. I thought we were all tough reporters together. You're a lovable curmudgeon. I am not. You are. I still feared you when I came up to the feature section. I was like, freaking kidding me. Scott Pierce chastised me once. He's going to hate me all over again. And now you're buddies. Yeah, I know. No cool? one who knows me is afraid of me. Yes, the only yeah. people who don't know me are so afraid of we, me. That's we the same with me, you know. We just need to ask a question of, of that. Something that we've always wanted to know. About what, what are you most afraid of? That's mm. supposed to take a while. Wow. Burning to death. Oh, mm. that's wow, pretty. that's a good one. I, I have a big fear of fire. I really do. Really? Yeah, I can't light matches. Really? You can never be really? a smoker then. Yep. And you have to have someone else light your pipe. Mm. I, I can say that from experience. Yes. <laughs> I you snorted. Know, you know, see, now that makes sense now. Uh-huh. Okay. So what's your question of him? Uh, uh, my question is, is I wonder what Shannon is wondering about Jeff. 
<laughs> That's not a question for Jeff. No. You copped out of your own first, thing. I did. How about this? First boner. Oh, oh that's, God, that's a good... God, God, I easy, think everyone easy, should do that. Easy, easy. That's going to be my question to everybody. Julie Newmar in the Batman TV series. Mm. I can say Cat that Woman. without... Right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and number two was Ginger on Gilligan's Island. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I was always a Marianne guy. I have a thing for redheads. I have a question for you Mr. Can, Rice. You can have my uh, first wife, then. You know everything about him, <laughs> don't you, Pierce? Yeah. Why are you going to clean up your damn desk? Oh, <laughs> never. <laughs> People people think he's making that up, but my I, desk is messy. Yeah. His looks like Berlin after the end of the war. I, I am the pig pen of de, of the Deseret News. That's great. We need to divert a river just to clean it out. Yes. Right, or a flamethrower, but again, I'm afraid of fire. Hey, there you go. <laughs> go to Deseret. Make sure you're not at the desk. Deseret News. Jeff Ice, film critic. Yep. All right, Lee George Cade. Hi. Now let's see. What's Lee George Cade's history? Um, I don't think it can be uh, chronicled in in one. Straight timeline. I think that he was the Kurgan for a while. Yes, he was the Kurgan. You, you're, you're one of those. You lived in alternate timelines. All at the same, same time, time, though. Yeah, you were the Kurgan for a while. It was, I knew it was, you. It was neat being aware of all of your You were a messiah, street messiah, and street a druid. I, I just kind of like to think of and a punk rocker, modern day punk Jedi, but it didn't really work out because you know reality. When you were a street preacher, that's that's. Uh, well, what was I preaching? That's the thing. I don't remember, but it I was wasn't. brilliant. <laughs> it's what you do on this show uh, sometimes, but all the time. Yeah. Just on a street corner. Uh, I was, it's because that's where I was when it was. That's the Janeway side of my family coming out there. So, uh, mostly I'm a model maker, toy maker, and uh, slave to the system. <laughs> And evil genius. Yeah, maybe. As far as I'm concerned. That guy well, made evil. I, I, have, I have a definite question for Lee George. Cage. All right. I, okay. I want to know if it's true that you really did get carpet burns from sex. No. I don't okay. think I got. Well, on my knees, maybe, but. Okay. Well, that's where. Another thing around. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Why I were you on your knees? Uh, well, you know, that's a whole other story. I never had a mattress, Pierce. Yeah. He was yes. poor. And, uh, and he was one of the poor. Yeah. Anyway, that's a very the personal question. Thank you. Did the person whose house you hit ever call? Well, <laughs> first boner. I, first boner. Uh, and I would actually probably say um, Yeoman Rand on the old Star Trek. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She did it for me with that old beehive hairdo and the it was the skirt. skirt. The skirt yeah. and the, the, the push-up. Yeah, yeah. The push and, up and it's bro. kind of funny because Grace Lee Whitney does nothing for me now. No. But when I was about five, well, boy, like she was amazing. Well, it was the Vaseline cam. Yeah, which a lot of people don't know that's actually true. They smeared Vaseline on the Zach. I'm looking at you. They smeared Soft Vaseline focus. on the lens. You look at the old Star Treks, and whenever they have a shot of the girl, it's always this soft the kind girl of look. or Shatner. Or they also shot through uh, uh, nylons. Yes. Yeah. Shatner was always in a different focus than anybody else in the And that's show. the term Vaseline cam. They actually smeared it with Vaseline, give it a soft look so you couldn't see the yeah. scraggly lines on Grace Lee Whitney, the canyons, the crow's feet, the mm. pock marks, the years yeah. of partying. Except for that episode with Miri. Julie, Julie Newmar was, was very amazing oh. to me when I was yes. out there. Yes, indeed. Scott Pierce, TV yeah. critic, Deseret News. Yeah, I'm old. Almost half a hundred. Now well, you have and he's a, got some really smart kids. It, he does. He's got some really smart Hard kids. Hard to believe, isn't it? And has not always been a TV critic. He's, he, this is something a lot of people don't know about you, listening, just listening to this podcast. Huge sports fan. 
Yeah, I guess. And yeah. uh, uh, could out sports just about anybody. Wasn't it you and uh, Marcus watching the sports last week? It was. That was really both weird. Like football. They were both That's yelling true. at the New Orleans Saints. I don't care so much about I the, love Saints, the Saints, but, but I, I'm excited about the Steelers. So. Wrote sports for the Deseret News. Well, for a number yeah, of I years. was an assistant sports editor for a while before I became the TV critic. Back before most of you out there were born. Well, did you always Ooh. want to be a movie critic? I mean, a TV critic, though. Or, or how did something that happen? just happen? It. I have known over the last. I've. It'll be. Ugh, I will finish a sentence now. In March, it'll be 20 years that I've been the TV critic. Hmm. I was not quite 30 when I became the TV critic. I'm almost 50. So. Um, yeah, I know. I have known over the last 20 years lots and lots of people who have been TV critics, and I know two who planned on it. Most of us happen to be in the right place at the right time. And so I, most of you guys were just uh, guys with TVs and typewriters? And, and <laughs> working at the newspaper, you know? And it just happened. It just happened. I mean, I used to write some stuff for the guy who had the job before me, but I, I honestly had no idea he was thinking of leaving. So I, it came as a shock to me. Yes. And, and, and here's an interesting bit of trivia. When he got the job as TV critic, I also applied for it. Did you really? Yeah. I knew several other people who uh-huh. did, but well, there you go. But and you were just some snot-nosed kid back there. That's yes. right. You got a Utah County covering the crime beat. But I was in Utah County for a while, too. I, yep. I, was, I worked in the bureau for a few months before. <laughs> Train they crash hired and me plane full-time crash. to cover police crap, and I was this... I, when I was the police reporter, I used to think, oh, my God, am I going to work for a newspaper my whole life? Yeah. Now, yeah. of course, I think, oh, my God, am I, there's still going to be a newspaper Newspapers. for me yes. to work for <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> All right. Shannon? <laughs> Question? Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just say no. <laughs> Everyone's you take the fifth on this one, bro? Oh, oh, come on, everyone! everyone's being asked. I have no idea. You don't remember? First of all, come on. A long time ago. I was pretty memorable, William I William Shatner. I oh, don't know. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. All right. <laughs> you know that episode where they made the clone of him? In the... no, oh, no, yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah. What they kept screwing up. No. <laughs> Shannon Barnson, ladies and gentlemen. Right, how's it going? Children's educator, oh, bar- bartender at Burke's Tiki Lounge. That lived quite a life. Uh, what's his uh, What's his uh, PayPal account there, uh, Zach? It's, it's uh, the Barn Dog with Thank two you. G's at gmail.com. Thank you very much. All right. I've also uh, worked with Lee George Cade as a messenger at University of Utah Hospital. We carried buckets of uh, human hearts about. One of my best, most you glorious. What? One of yes, my most true. glorious terminations. Yeah. I got you fired smell. from taking a shower. <laughs> After taking the shower. After taking a shower in hot water, yeah. yeah. Wow. Shannon, Shannon, uh, Shannon got me an awesome job as a hospital messenger, and yeah, you got to carry whatever needed to go from Dead one bodies. part of the hospital to the other. So Shannon used to work at the morgue up there too. So like, where uh, no, the I, no, I always the, tried to avoid the morgue calls because I have a serious uh, death phobia. No, yeah. it, was, it wasn't at the uh, where the cold, the cold room where the bodies were. Well, no, where I had to take them there. Yeah. And uh, oh, one, time, down. Yeah, but one you time, you weren't like carrying the hearts that were being transplanted. Yeah. No, these yes. were like dead. What was uh, autopsied? Um, there was I, a, there was one lady uh, Shannon was telling me about that that had a, a mastectomy breast, oh, and she oh, was like hot every man. yeah, and she was like the hottest. She was like this Vulcan oh. science officer. She was she almost was six so feet hot. tall and gorgeous, and brunette hair, like green eyes. Yeah. And Shannon comes back, and he's just white. He's gray. He comes back into the messenger room, and he's like, and this is what she said. She's holding on to this lump of gray tissue, and she says, guess what this is? Every man wants to get his hand on this. Uh, yeah. And she drops it on the thing. Goes, yeah, pretty disgusting, isn't it? And Shannon was just like, what, what is it? That's a boob. 
Yep. Okay. All you guys want this. Poke yeah, poke, poke, poke. Shannon yeah. and I got to carry. Uh, Shannon and I got to carry a guy who was covered with ninety-three uh, percent of his of his body was covered in yeah. third-degree burns. Oh my god! Quite a job. And uh, oh when we went god. to when we went to lift him, his legs and his arms squished towards the center, and we dropped him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And how much awesome. we made about uh, four thirty-five an hour. Yeah, or it was four thirty-five. Like now and you believe me when I tell you I have to avert my eyes during CSI. Every I got week. to my last day on that job before I was fired. I got to take three generations of the same family down to the morgue. Yeah, good times. Oh my god! Why and then you... I worked at Burt's for thirteen years. <laughs> Burt's Tiki Lounge. Well, you worked the radiology uh, radiology file room yeah, too for a while. I did that. But you also, I mean, so I worked I, as a. I, I, and, and granted, this is coming from almost have a hundred me, but I mean, relatively late, later than most people, you decided you were going to go to college and right. Yeah. Yeah, because I couldn't, uh, I don't know, I couldn't be a bartender for the rest of my life. I guess some people can, but yeah, so uh, I'm going to school, being an elementary school teacher. I've been doing, uh, being a student teacher for the but, last, what, 11 weeks. But uh, when Shannon was 17, he used to hide in my apartment. I, used to, I ran away and lived with Carrie Jackson. <laughs> I could have been arrested. down by the river. I could have been arrested for that. I and I called my mom and dad and told them, I was like, are you going to be nice if I come back? Are you going to be nice? All right, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Screw you. <laughs> and that was such a contrast. And Shannon and I went to high school together. So I've, I've known Shannon mm. probably longer than anybody here. So, well, he's probably known you longer because he was always talking about that Kerry Jackson guy. So, and how he I think him. actually we probably met about the same time. Probably because you were a junior. I was a senior in high school when I met you. You were a, a grade younger than me. So, he's way older than you. Let's get to know Zach Shot. Uh oh. Well, he doesn't have much of a history. So, first boner. For first me? boner. Oh yeah, no, first for me. boner for you. Yvonne Craig from Batman. Batgirl. Batgirl. Oh. And wasn't and she then a green slave... thing on, on uh, Speaking on of Ryan Slater? Well, she was. She was in Ryan Slater. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you haven't seen that? Well, no, I didn't know that was it's, her. It's the, uh, the, 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 the insane asylum The one. insane asylum. Oh. The, uh, the one with the circle light that'll drive you crazy. And then my second one was uh, Slave Leia, and then that was ruined at Comic-Con when I saw that 300-pound loader. Yeah, triple X Leia. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. Jabba the Leia. Jabba, Jabba the Leia. Leia the Hut. Z-Shot mm. doesn't have any history really to speak of. No, he's oh, a sure big he does. tattoo now, though. When did you make your first million? Uh, not yet. No, now, Zach, a lot of people don't know about Zach. Yeah. He's, he is an no, evil on, genius. He uh, really is. Well, a lot of people don't know what I do aside from this show. Yes, like, that's Some right. of our interns don't that's know true. what I do. So I do all the web stuff for Simmons, which is X96, some other radio stations. And I'm the newest independent contractor for Viacom MTV Networks. What? Doing what? Web stuff. Yeah? yeah. God, he's so going to leave us all behind pretty soon. I know, I know. And when he goes, the show goes. No. It'll live. It'll live. I'll fly back here every weekend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he'll fly. On his jet. He's, on his jet. he's already planned. <laughs> on his private he's jet. He's already got his private Seriously? jet plans. Yeah. I mean, I, I can produce the show, just not like you produce the show. So well, the show will live. Well, it will we'll, live on. I'm I'm refuse to let Zach shut go. He'll Screw Kathy. you, MTV Viacom. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll I want to keep him here. MTV is just a fad. So are you going to make like a Hills RPG video game? I don't know. Are you, I, I will I, kick you in your cock. I want <laughs> to keep Zach shut here and in poverty the rest of his life. Are you That's ever afraid that you're going to come over to visit Uncle Kerry, blackout, wake up, tied to a bed with a wooden block between your ankles? Happened to Shannon. It'll be the third time that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dirty bird. But I always feel good inside after. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's nice. It's always good to be hobbled. Didn't you get a job, like a real job, at a very young age? Uh, yeah. Well, I started interning at X96 when I was 
like 15. It's true. Yeah. yeah. How, true. Old, so how, old, how old did you tell them you were when you started? You 15. I don't think the people upstairs knew that yeah. I was even there. Now, did you that's, sell that's, some that's big that's thing and make a shit ton of money at one point in your life? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a while ago. That where was, is that money now? It's in a bank account. Oh, yeah. excellent. What so, was it? It was a puffy um, bot. It was a video ad system. Um, and we sold it. And, uh, sold it. And <laughs> made some money. Made some money. Such a goddamn crush. I know. See, that's what I'm saying. He is a super villain waiting to happen. He's got all of this knowledge and This ability. is my city. And 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 he's evil. Don't don't ever let him trick you into thinking he's not. I've always he is got my evil. Eye. I've always got one eye on that son of a bitch. You no. need to keep an eye on him. Don't make him your enemy. Whatever you do. <laughs> but I love this show, and I love you guys. Oh, oh nice. I, I would have been nicer to him all this time if I'd known he had money. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to buy the Deseret News? Yeah, go buy the Deseret News. Oh. I hear you can get. Want to buy a bar? I hear you can get the Tribune really cheap these days. You want to buy a credit card company? (laughs) No, I do not. I just wish you'd buy a radio station. I don't want to buy that either. You and I could fix it. You know it. We could. We could fix it. And you know how you? you I'd come on board. I'd fix it. I'd help you fix it. You know how you could fix it? Overnight DJs. Yeah, no kidding. And I know a guy who could do that. Crazy idea. I know two guys that could do it. Yes, it'd be an overnight show. And that man's name would be Doug Wright. <laughs> so oh, what is your crazy show? talk? He's a host on the radio. We play music and talk okay. about boobs. Here's the most important right. question. First boner. First, first boner. boner. First boner. I'm going to say I was a big Tasha Yar fan. No. What? Oh, my God. You that have episode a thing of, for lesbians. Denise Cross? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do, too, though. That episode sorry, of Dexter must have broke your heart. I didn't see that. Oh, the one where she was the nurse that was trying to kill Dexter's uh-huh. dad? Yeah, because uh, let's just say Tasha Yar at Wasn't 55. Wasn't very early? That was the first season first of season, Dexter. Yeah, yeah. Huh. third um, episode. A- as you know. Denise is, Crosby. Denise Crosby. Wow. I'm sorry. As you know, this is this is a an, an unspoken truth that uh, a lot of people don't want to accept. Men keep their Playboy magazines. It's true. I threw mine away. Like I said, men. Men. <laughs> <laughs> I find that uh, Playboy is just kind of passe. Oh, what's the matter? Desensitized, are you? Yeah. Yep. He likes to see guts. All right. I like to see intestines on my <laughs> But I have, I have in my stacks, Denise Crosby. Shut it. Nude. Wow. In Playboy. What? I'm oh. going to find it, and I'm going to give it to you. I gotta, I gotta go. Because I want to remain on your good side. Gotta, this evil. is pre-Tasha Yard. You should probably Denise save it for when no, he this was about the same to time. leave us to go to I MTV. Got. Yes. Well, All right. Mr. A gift well, for you. Show. A gift for you. Sherry Jackson. Oh, oh every, here we go. Yeah. I've got a radio show that everybody oh, knows that. about Let's, me. Uh, yeah. um, okay, just real simple. I've always known what I wanted to do, and I'm doing it. All right. I, I'm sorry. That sounds like bragging, but it's a fact. I, I always knew I wanted to host a radio show in the morning, and I'm doing it. And, but uh, you, and learned, you learned the critical truth, which is if you want to break into radio, sometimes you have to drive to Tooele. Yes, yes, and uh, and Roosevelt and, you know, miles Logan. and miles and miles. You'll do whatever you have to do to make it happen. You'll right. take payments as T-shirts. You'll, uh, you know, you'll... Uh, you'll work seven days a week. My first job, I wasn't paid. I uh, My pay was the thrill and benefit of being able to clean the toilets at the radio station. Oh, cool. And for that, I got to play six hours of God shows, which probably made me an atheist, I think. <laughs> um, that's what did it. But, uh, no, I just, I'm just i now doing what I want to do, and, and I'm, I won't say I'm lucky, 
because I worked really fucking hard at it, yeah. and uh, that's that's how I got here. Uh, anyway, that's what so, I always tell people, and that's what uh, that's what this podcast is. Is this is another little passion project I wanted to do with uh, my friends to sit around and talk about Star Trek so in the what, basement. So what you're saying is, like in 20 years, I'm going to be super rich. You? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, you. How about me? <laughs> I predict good things for and everyone. Me boss? Yeah. And me, boss. Everyone at this and table. Everyone at this table. I, I think. I think Jeff will uh, finally uh, meet a girl. I think he has. Has he? Yeah, yeah but she's a little old for him, isn't she? Like twenty-eight. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, might make it work. I, I mean, I, just you know, call me crazy. I think that that's going to happen for Jeff. I think Zach is going to be like one of those executive types that has a private jet. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet he won't use consultants though. Or I will be his consultant. Carrie will. Right. Carrie, this whole panel will be my. It's like I keep telling people that that I'm I'm bringing up in this business. I'm going to be calling you for a favor soon, and it will be a job. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, it's true. What about me? I'm going to be a poor ass teacher. I think you're going to be all right. Shannon, Shannon, they're going to need somebody to teach the children. This kind of feels like the last episode. This feels like the last episode of Cheers. My mother was a teacher. And And I'm just glad to know that your evil empire is going to need someone to answer their damn phone. All right, Carrie, I got a question for you. I'm deviating. Okay. You're a deviating? Not first boner? Second boner? Not first boner. Because I answered it with Jeff. Second boner? Excluding Shatner. (laughs) Excluding Shatner. Excluding Shatner. Boy, that immediately. I know where he's going with this. One dude. One dude? That you'd totally make it with. Easy. Zach shot. No, d- no, no, whoa, whoa. No, no. George Clooney. Clooney. Oh, dude. Clooney. I, yeah, me too. Clooney. Me too, right? Clooney. I don't care if I'd get whisker burn from him. You know what? Because I don't care. I'm with you on that. You know why? The pillow Cause, talk after. Uh, yes, because he's, he's good looking. He's funny. He's rich. And boy, he could take care of me. Yeah. He's also very nice. And, and I, I would bet you he mixes a like mean drink. Tom and, Hanks nice. And George, I'd make you happy. Mm. <laughs> I would. I'd make you happy, George Clooney, if you just let oh, me. If you just give me a chance. <laughs> I'm old Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, a red mangina. Give me a chance. You know, I'd probably make out with uh, Vince Noir, the guy that plays Vince Noir on Mighty Boosh, no problem. That guy was adorable in public. Oh, uh, the uh, what's his name? The, uh, the black hair. Yeah. The, I think you'd have a better the yeah, King of the than, uh, than Carrie Wood with Cloney. You know what? Though, you that... know what? I make up. I make out with all you son of bitches. Wait, uh, you, you have? I have. I, have. Say, I believe you <laughs> have. God, that's been going on for twenty years, dude. But look at that guy from Mighty Boosh. He looks like Count Chocula to me. <laughs> Vince Noir. That's yes. delicious. Give him the vampire hair and. Brown his face. And I don't know what you're talking about. Right, he doesn't even need teeth. He, the teeth he has, he's, he's a Dracula. He is Count Chocula. I miss new episodes. I don't of that. know what you are talking about. What are you saying? I don't understand. Oh God, a bad feeling about this. Everybody, look at the moon. All right, <laughs> that's it. Thank you. Yeah, very that's much. your recommendation, by the way. That is our recommendation. Mighty Boosh. Mighty Boosh. Adult Swim. And, and oh, actually, I no, you, you were going to say the... making out with guys. That's well, our recommendation. <laughs> and uh, Venture sure. Brothers on Adult Swim. That'll be our second recommendation. And, out with guys. Um, and also uh, vodka and uh, fresca. Yeah. Uh, you know, in a Star Trek glass. In an Uhura glass. Uhura. So who do we name that after? Because you got the Nero's with the with the Nero whiskey. Nero is uh, whiskey and Jameson's ginger. and fresca. And Jameson's and fresca. This is the uh, the Jim Belushi. The Belushi? The, uh, it makes oh you want to get shirtless. Gonna... Makes you want to take your shirt off. And it's going to last years longer than you want it to. Oh, and by the way, can I just yes. say something before we go? Let's wrap yes. it up here. Um, Hey, David Spade and the family of Chris Farley. This is my chode. Uh, I would invite you to lick it. Have you seen that goddamn direct DVD ad? I I found it to be 
It'd be like uh, Jeff died, right? And I, 20 years later, I'm like, well, like if. Like, so, like, when Jeff dies before me, because yeah. he's old, um, I make a commercial with his image and me uh, making fun. I'd be fine with that. Hey, look, ghoulish. Look, no, it's ghoulish and dead. it's awful. I agree. He's right. Yeah. I think that if Chris Farley could speak from the grave, be all right with it. he would say to David Spade, I'm glad you're making money. It's I guess. Gross. I just think it's kind of shitty. I think he would. But anyway, all right, there you go. Go on the forum and decide that. Uh, yeah. Geekshowpodcast.com on the forum and have a, have a, have a spirited conversation about uh, Chris Farley from the grave. Yeah. People will listen to this. I thought we were just talking to each other. <laughs> okay. That's the idea. That's weird, huh? This, yeah, is, this weird. is where we get all our, our fake internet money from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Well, speaking of which, thank you to PC Laptops. Thank you, Dave. Or uh, David Dr. Volts. Yes. Yeah, for our, uh, our uh, internet monies. And uh, Comcast Channel 1, Utah on Demand, Around Town Geek Show. And uh, listen for news of November movie night. Yes. Oh, yeah. November we, 29th. We're, we're going to decide. We've already had it. Trust me. Kick ass. We've already had it. We're playing kick ass. Oh, really? mm-hmm. I didn't know it was okay. out yet. It was at the beginning of the podcast. And you missed it. Oh, oh right, right. Okay. And I wish I could tell you what it was. I think we were fighting at the time. But we have we to. We have to. Yes, we have to end now. So okay. All right. Uh, let's go. Reveal more ham.